Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And you have joined Calvary Live. So glad that you're tuned in to today's program. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. So you just heard that call-in number for you to be able to call in and ask questions or give your prayer requests here on the show, 303-690-3000. And as I always encourage you, call in early because we got all open lines right now. And of course, Calvary Live is the program, which I'm sure most of you know, is the uh, hour-long program where you get to call in and ask questions about the Bible or Christian living, or perhaps um, you just need prayer. And we're here to pray with you and encourage you. That's really the heart of the show, to just bless you in any way that we can and uh, for all the listeners to be built up and encouraged in the things of the Lord. And so we're certainly here to answer your Bible questions, but it's more than that. We're here to pray with you. We're here to encourage you um, to to be able to have that conversation with you. So the heart of the show really is for you to be able to call in and let's have the conversation. Those of you listening on Grace FM, you're listening live on this afternoon it is the day after a holiday weekend, Labor Day weekend. Uh, the traditional season of summer is over now. I can't believe that summer went by so fast, but it always does every year. We are now heading into a new season of fall, and, and as we find ourselves in September, and uh, pretty soon we'll be heading towards the holidays. So it's amazing how fast the year goes by, and perhaps this has just been a trying season for you. And uh, we want to be able to minister to you, be able to bless you, encourage you any way that that we can. So we want to welcome you on this Tuesday. Those of you who are listening on Grace FM all along the front range of Colorado and southern Wyoming, uh, Grace FM, this is where the show originates uh, as uh, out of Calvary Church in Aurora. And uh, so grateful for the ministry of Grace FM. But many of you have picked up Calvary Live. Maybe it's evening where you're at on the East Coast. As you're listening on Truth or uh, Hope FM, welcome. And uh, those who are listening all across the country uh, on Freedom uh, FM as well, the Freedom Radio Network, just want to remind you that as you guys are listening in on uh, another radio network such as Hope or Truth, or Freedom, or or other low-power radio stations, you are a week delayed. And that simply just means that you can call in, and we'll have our conversation, we'll have it live, but then you get to listen to it next week. And so we want to remind you of that, and we invite you. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And there's another way for you to be able to um, communicate um a question or a prayer request, and that's through a dedicated text line, and that is 720-336-0897. Again, that number is 720-336-0897, and I just want to encourage you, uh, put those two numbers in your contacts, on, on your 
phones, and I think most people have a smartphone where you can just pull it up. You can uh, just ask Siri or whoever uh, is on your phone, the program, and just say Calvary Live in the call-in number and the text line as well. Be careful with your texting, and we'll fill in the show with the text questions. Matter of fact, we'll go to one here in just a minute. Uh, we're going to wait for the phones to ring. As soon as they do, we're going to go to the phone lines. But just welcome also all the online listeners that are listening all across the country, anywhere in the country, whether you're in California or in New England or Florida or in Washington, the four corners of the nation, you can give us a call at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and the text line is 720-336-0897. We certainly have a lot to talk about in the days in which we are in. We are so blessed to be able to have truth given to us in Scripture, to have the Lord that desires to minister to us, to have this show that we can talk about those things uh, that are eternal, those things that are true. And I want to just read to you that um, as uh, we get ready for the show and and, uh, we're going to start picking up some of the, the questions and prayer requests and things like that, I can't help but want to remind us of what Paul writes about in the book of Philippians. Um, in the book of Philippians, Paul's writing that in uncertain times. He is in prison, in his first imprisonment in Rome. He's chained to a Roman guard. Uh, he doesn't know what's going to happen to him, but he's trusting the Lord. And he says this, that finally, brethren, whatever things are true, and whatever things are noble, and whatever things are just, and whatever things are pure, and whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And I think that's a good word for us today in um, the world in which we live, because there's so many voices that are out there, and and we need to meditate on those things that are true and uh, a good report and praiseworthy, and keep our eyes and our focus and our minds on the things of the Lord and uh, as He desires to minister to us. So give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and the text line is 720-336-0897. Grab one of those open lines early in the show, because usually what happens, they start to fill up. And i uh, just love to be able to talk to as many people as I can today as you call in. And we are going to go to Stephen in Colorado Springs. Stephen? Yes? Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much. I was Go calling ahead. to, I was calling to see if we could get a prayer request going for my little brother Elovio, as he's been battling this coronavirus, and he went to the doctors twice, or the hospital emergency room, and they sent him both both times, both sent him home both times, um, and we just want to get him healed. Uh, he's battling pneumonia now with the coronavirus, oh. and his yeah. oxygen levels are low. Oh, I'm so sorry, Stephen. What was his name again? Elovio. Okay, let's go ahead and pray. Father, as this this COVID is still around strong, the Delta, I know it's ravaged so many people's lives. And even now, as we see our hospitals full of, of those patients that uh, are um, fighting COVID and, uh, and are, you know, dealing with the COVID and pneumonia that comes with it, I just pray for Stephen's little brother, Lord. I just pray that you bring healing to him, that you would strengthen his body, clear his young lungs, 
Lord, take the virus out of his body. Lord, be with the medical staff that has been working with him. And Lord, we just pray for your healing upon him. I pray that uh, you give him comfort, that you give him strength, that you would touch his body, that Lord, uh, we just minister, to, uh, that you would minister to him in a, just a mighty way. And so Lord, I just pray for your touch upon him, that you be with Stephen as he ministers to his little brother um, and the rest of the family that is concerned that you give them a peace. And Lord, that you would just um, bring the comfort that they need during this time. So we pray for your healing touch. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Stephen, we'll be praying, okay? Appreciate All right, thank you so much. Okay, you bet. God bless you. Okay, no, COVID you. still, you bet. COVID's still very much around. And um, and it's, matter of fact, just uh, last week uh, was at a memorial service of somebody uh, that I knew, didn't go to the church, but um, that uh, passed away from COVID. So it's very much real. It's very much um, our hospitals up here in northern Colorado are, are, are full of COVID patients, and we need to keep praying and praying for those um, who um, have been hit with COVID and this Delta virus and um, pray for healing on our land. And uh, I know we're all tired of it. We're all weary of it. Uh, but we just need to keep praying, Christians, and we need to keep encouraging one another and helping and reaching out to one another um, during this time. Um, so it's been very difficult. Hey, we got two open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line is 720-336-0897. So uh, grab one of those open lines. We're going to go to New Jersey with Millie. Millie? Hi, Pastor. You're on Calvary Live. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, and I love listening to you. You're so helpful in teaching us. Um, well, I appreciate the encouragement. Um, absolutely. Um, there's two things. Well, there's many things, but one of the things I get concerned about is in the rapture and how they talk about us knowing the people when we get up there, will we recognize people that we've known? My concern is, am I going to know that the people I love who didn't get saved, am I going to realize that they're not there? Well, that's a good question. We are going to know those who are there. And um, and we know that from First Corinthians chapter 13. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I am also know. We also right. know in, in the parable that Jesus told of Lazarus and the rich man, that the rich man calls over to Abraham, recognized Abraham, and then mm -hmm. said, you know, please send Lazarus over here to touch, you know, his finger in cool water and touch my tongue. So I think there's plenty of evidence in Scripture that we are going to know each other. Now, the the question comes oftentimes, what about the ones that we love? And there are, I think, all of us that we have loved ones that, that aren't saved. And, yeah. um, and, and it's a very sobering thought. And I, I don't know. I, I know that in heaven that we're going to be, um, it's going to be so glorious, so wonderful. Are we going to shed tears over those who aren't with us? You know, I, I wish I had a better answer for you, Millie. Um, no, but that's it okay. I, it's always, I always think about it because it's, uh, yeah. I just think I, about my loved ones. And um, right. but somebody else said to me, Millie, you're going to be in heaven. You're yeah. not going to be well, worried about that, or you won't be and, thinking about that because it will be with Jesus. Yeah, and, so, and, and I 
I tend to lean towards that, Millie, but I also know, um, and I think about this, and I wouldn't make a theology out of this at all, but I also know that, you know, it's interesting, even in the new heaven and new earth, it says that he will wipe away every tear. And are those tears of joy? You know, and yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are going to be tears of joy when we see our Lord, when we're with him for all eternity, you know, just the tears. But could they be also, you know, tears that um, for other reasons? And and I don't know. But I do know that in the Psalms, it talks about that here in this lifetime that he takes all our tears and he keeps them in a bottle. And the Lord knows it. And, And so... Um, we are going to be with the Lord. It's going to be so glorious and happy, but uh, we don't have a clear answer on that in Scripture. And um, and um, that's why there's an urgency that we need to uh, share with our families. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's sad when we do and they reject the gospel, uh, but to keep praying for them and never stop praying. Yeah. I have one other thing. Um hmm you know how um, they talk about when we get to heaven and we'll be there will be rewards, and yes. some of us will uh, be closer to Jesus because of our rewards. Am I going to feel bad that I didn't do enough to get closer to Jesus? I know that must sound silly, but no, it doesn't, I, and it doesn't at all. And I think that's a, a consideration, and I think it goes along with: is that going to be part of the tears he's going to wipe away? I don't know. Oh, Again, right. I wouldn't make a theology out of it, but, you know, oh, none of us when we get to heaven are going to say, oh, I wish I had that one more weekend, you know, vacation <laughs> or getaway, or, you know, I wish I would have had more business dealings. Or, And I'm not saying that we can't take weekend vacations at all. I'm not saying that we shouldn't do well no. in our business. But, you know, I, I, I don't. I'll speak for myself. I don't want to get to heaven. And... And when I stand before the Lord, what my prayer is, I want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And you know, Millie, that's that's our future. That I pray that we would always remember that as Christians. You know, I love that that little verse in, in Jude, you know, in the little Jude, that little epistle that, you know, that he is able to keep us from stumbling and presentless before the Father with exceeding joy. I love that verse because yeah. when we do go home to be with the Lord, I just picture him that he's going to look at us with those eyes of love, those eyes of flames, <laughs> you know, described to us in Revelation chapter Can 1. Can you imagine? Yeah. And then, you know, and I want to hear those words, well done. And not that, you know, there, there's wood, hay, and stubble in my life that's going to burn up. You know, instantly, as we look at those eyes of flames, and yeah. and I just imagine the things that are of God are going to shine forth, and then Jesus is going to introduce us faultless, blameless. But if with, I didn't do Father. enough, am I still going but, to be saved? Oh yeah, because we're not saved by performance. Always remember that we're talking about rewards. So when we stand at the Bema reward seat of Jesus Christ, we're not going to be judged for our sins, Jesus took the judgment for us on the cross. Always remember that. But we're going to be judged what we have done in the body, whether good or bad, as Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And our works are likened to wood, hay, and stubble in in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, tried by fire, or like precious metals. 
But, you know, we're going to be presented before him faultless, blameless. And I, I look in the mirror and I think, me, faultless? I'm so far from that. <laughs> but w- we should desire we should desire rewards. And yeah. on Sunday here at, at Calvary, in the next couple of weeks, we're going through the Olivet Discourse, and we're talking about the return of the Lord. And he follows it up by being ready and being prepared and, and the judgment of the nations. But he also talks about that there is um, the parable of the talents and what has been entrusted to us to invest that. And the lesson that we know from that is what has been entrusted to us, that's what's going to last. Everything yeah. else in this world is going to burn up. So we should have a, a be wise, be faithful, occupy till he comes, prioritize the things of the Lord. He has things for us to do. And remember this, that he who gives a cup of water to a child is going to receive a great reward. Yeah. And, and we think only, you know, like the great evangelists and pastors are going to receive great rewards. They will for what they have done. But for the one who's just faithful where God has planted you and the gifts yeah. he's given to you, that you're going to be rewarded. So I hope that encourages you, Millie. Yeah, it does, Pastor. It really does. And what is that, um, that teaching going to start happening next week, did you say? Well, we've already started all of it discourse, so you can go to our website, Calvary. I get alerts Re- from you guys. Oh, good. I don't, I don't and, know if um, it's text or, or, or email alerts, some kind of alerts that I get to you, and I click on it, and there you are. Yeah, and the Olivet Discourse, Chapter 24, I've already done, I believe, three or four weeks, and uh, we'll continue on, but it's just, uh, I hope it's an encouragement to you. We're also, on Wednesday nights, going through the book of Joel right now, and um, mm-hmm. Joel talks a lot about the day of the Lord, and so it's it's fascinating to put it all together and uh, but the Olivet Discourse is Jesus is ministering to his disciples about those things, um, that the end of the age and the, the the signs of his coming, and so I think you'll find it to be a blessing. Thank you. And last but not least, when will mm-hmm. I be on a week from today? Yes. So you can listen to yourself a week from today. Our conversation. Okay. I don't know if I want to hear myself, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, again, thank you for your time, Pastor, and God bless you. And God bless you, Millie, and you call me anytime, okay? Thank you. Yep, thank you. You Bye. You bet, absolutely. 303-690-3000 is the calling number. We've got a couple open lines, so grab one of those open lines. And maybe you got a question or you're wondering about things, and and, uh, we can all be encouraged in the things of the Lord and in the Word of the Lord. The text line is 720-336. 0897. So, got plenty of time for you to call. In the meantime, let's go to Ken in Loveland. Ken? Good afternoon, Pastor. I've seen you in person twice in Greeley. My sister wow. has listened to you for 13 years. Wow. I need wow. some clarification here. Okay. I know there's a difference between humans and animals. Mm-hmm. As humans, we are God-given spirit with a soul that lives in a body, and our heart is somewhere floating around in there. Oh, uh, do our pets also have a spirit, soul, and body? Yeah, there's no indication of that in the scriptures. Um, you know, in the creation, when the Lord created the animals, and then He said, 
Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And that man is to have dominion over the fish of the seas and the birds and all the cattle and all the other things that are there. But he breathed life into us. And as we read about that, um, breathing life into us, he gave us a living spirit. And I think that's what separates us from the animals. And when he says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness, um, you know, he, he breathed life into man. Uh, we have a spirit. And in the likeness, one of the attributes of have, being in the likeness of, of you know, uh, of God is that he gave us the, the ability to be able to communicate. Um, it's not just sometimes people say, well, you know, the, the soul is the emotions, the spirit is, is, is the real us, but to communicate. And he created us to where we have just this innate desire to worship God and and everybody's going to worship something, and you don't see that with animals. Um, you know, I had a, a sheltie that um, uh, just you know not long ago we had to uh, put her to sleep. She, she grew up with the kids, fifteen years old. She was part of the family, but never once did I ever see, you know, Bell was her name in the backyard, you know, building an altar, um, you know, worshiping the Lord. And that's the difference, and it's a big difference. They don't have the the attributes of of wanting to draw you know close to the Lord to worship the Lord, because everybody's going to worship something. Even somebody who says that they're an atheist, they're going to worship themselves. They're going to worship something. And um, God made us in His likeness, and there's other attributes that are included in that. But what separates us from the animals is to be able to communicate and and uh, to be able to communicate with God and that desire that He's put in us um, to to you know to know Him and to worship Him. Very good, thank you. Does our consciousness fall in here somewhere? Like do animals have a consciousness, or just we as humans? Yeah, I, I think the humans, and Paul talks about that in you know Romans, you know our conscience. Um, and particularly in chapter one, that we all have a conscience, um, and um, you know we can sin against our conscience. Um, you know, uh, does an animal have that? I, I don't know. You know, your dog does something wrong. You know, he tears up the couch. You know, when you come home, and you know the house is a mess, and he's got that look on his face. You know, like he knew he did something wrong. <laughs> I, I guess his conscience is bothering him. I, you know, I think we've all experienced something like that. Dogs have a conscience. Cats don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding for <laughs> cat lovers out there. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, in some way. But, you know, we have a conscience to really tell us right and wrong and um, and made in the image of God, a spirit, a desire to, to just know him and to worship him is one of the the attributes of being in the likeness of God. But we don't see that with the animals, that, that you know, God breathed a spirit in them, breathed life in them in that way as he did with man. Thank you very much. You know, uh, dog is God spelled, the word dog is God spelled backward. So. <laughs> love our dogs, right? So, Thank you And so for all much, those Pastor, who love their cats, time. you know, we love cats too. So, you know, my family does too, so... <laughs> Anyway, thanks, Ken. Thanks. Appreciate you calling. Come by and see me again sometime, okay? I certainly will. Goodbye. You bet. All right, 303-690-3000 is 
The call-in number, text line 720-336-0897. Love to talk with you and just, you know, encourage you and, and uh, chat with you. And, and um, sometimes we can laugh a little bit as well. And, um, you know, just be blessed in the Lord and, and um, be encouraged in His Word. So we got uh, a couple open lines. We're going to go to Andy and Thornton. Hi, Andy. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Thank you for calling. Uh, so the question I have for you is, uh, me and one of my friends were having a conversation about God. Uh, my friend is mm-hmm. a believer, does believe in Jesus Christ. And uh, basically, he's kind of kind of thinks that I have a very closed mind, narrow view of salvation and what God is. Um, and the conversation kind of steered towards what is God. And he said that God is God is love and God is righteousness and all that. And the opposite of that would be you no know, hatred and destruction. And mm. it, it's almost, yeah. you know, the good man versus the man right. saved by Christ conversation. Right. But uh, at the end of the conversation, you know, I mean, I— I've been a believer my whole life, and this is the view that I have. And I've never actually felt this way at the end of a conversation. We were both almost in tears. And when he said that if God is all good and righteousness, and, you know, even Jesus says that the best thing you can do is lay your life down for someone, how are we to limit God? on who he is and isn't going to allow into heaven. And I, it was hard to, to come back from that, you know, um, obviously it's above my pay grade and (laughs) God has the ability to save his creation. And he came for all of mankind and, you know, it kind of turned towards, go ahead. And, you know, Andy, you're asking a good question. This is where a lot of people struggle and, and people, we live in a day where, you know, it used to be when, when you know, back a gener- couple generations ago, most people, they knew something of the Bible, you know, but a lot of people today don't. They don't know any of the Bible verses or, or anything. So this is new. And so what they do is they come along and they define who God is and they define salvation. And that's why it's really important, Andy, that we are ones that we know what the Bible has to say, who God is. He is righteous. He is just. He is holy. And also what the Bible has to say about salvation. And that's what the Bible declares to us from Genesis to Revelation, that there is a Heavenly Father that has told us. And one of the things that you might walk through, or even with you know whoever you're talking to, your friend, your roommate, or whoever, um, but to be able to talk to them and say, this is what the gospel is. This is what the Bible says. In the book of Romans, Paul does that just very systematically. He talks about the person who may be considered is um, a heathen, a sinner, and then he talks about the person who seems to be a good person. But then he wraps it up and he says, we've all sinned. And, and that's the problem, that there's a sin right. problem. And that's why Jesus came to die for our sins, because the wages of sin is death. And so there's a lot of people, I've talked to them, and they say, well, I'm a good person, 
Um, how could God send me to hell or anybody else to hell? You know, but God made a way for us not to go to hell. God made a way for us not to die because um, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And yeah, that's what we want I, to walk them through. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And the verses that I fell back on were, you know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, um, yes. all, all men enter through me. And I yes. I do follow the Bible, and I do believe it word for word, yeah. and that's that's where my belief hey, falls hey, into. Hey, Andy, and, you hear the music? Yeah, you hear I the do, music? I so do. we're at break, so I want you to hold. I don't want you to go away. We're going to come back and continue our conversation afterwards. But we're going to go to break. We'll be right back. We'll continue with Andy and... Stay tuned to Calvary Life. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Greeley in Northern Colorado. Some of you that may be listening on the East Coast or, you know, in the South on Freedom Radio Network, you may wonder, where is Greeley? It's in northern Colorado. So blessed to be here and uh, so blessed to be with you here on Calvary Life. So give me a call. You just heard those numbers, 303-690-3000. I believe we have an open line. And then also text line is 720-336-0897. Let's talk about the things of the Lord and this I want to pray with you if you have a prayer request, encourage you, take you to the Word of God. But we, right before the break, uh, had just had a conversation. I think it's an important conversation that uh, Andy is having with uh, a friend of his. And um, it's something that perhaps many of you may be wondering as well. And so, Andy, are you still there? Yes, sir. You want to finish your thought before we went to break? Um, you were yeah. talking about you do believe in the, in the scriptures, and then go ahead, and we'll just continue our conversation. Yeah, so um, the, the the scripture I always fall back on is, you know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No mm-hmm. man enters the kingdom through me. And then uh, the other verses that I was kind of falling back on is it's easier for a rich man, you know, you know to be able to pass through the eye of the needle than to enter heaven. Um, so... The, the part that he kind of had stumped me on was that God is all truth and all life, and he's here for his creation. How are we to limit, you know, if you believe that there is a, a power above you and there is a God, but you might mm-hmm. not know of Jesus or not believe Jesus, um, you know, that my view... Even though he is a Christian and he does believe in God and he does believe in Jesus, he he feels that uh, God, you know, the power of God is overshadows what we limit him to. Yeah, and, and I and, and I don't disagree with that statement, but at the same time, I right. I didn't really have a verse or you know the verses that I was quoting, which I feel are very very clear, you know, right. I just. I don't know how to share, share yeah, and, my belief yeah, more more correctly, right. you know. And I think and I think you, you you you're you're dealing with something that a lot of people deal with, you know, people saying like if God is all powerful and all knowing, 
why would he send anyone to hell? Kind of almost, it's almost, and it's not exactly like this, like, you know, why can't God just say, well, boys will be boys, and I'm going to save them anyway. But what the Bible declares, and that's why it's so important for us to understand what the Bible says, that there, you know, he told Adam that if you eat of that tree, you will surely die. And because Adam disobeyed and sin, sin came into the world, Romans chapter 5, and death came to every man. God is a righteous God. He is a just God, too. He's all-powerful, but he is a just God, and sin is going to be judged. And that's why it's important for him to understand. That's why Jesus came. That's why the love of God, he didn't leave us without any hope. He didn't say, well, it's too bad, you messed up, you know, and there's no hope for anyone. But God loved us so much that he sent his son to give us hope. And and that is what God declares. He made a way for us to come to him through Jesus Christ and be forgiven. And as we are forgiven by faith, then we have eternal life. So it's not what we think. It's not what I think I can stand before God and God is all-powerful and, you know, he'll just kind of— uh, you know, let me in or trust in that. It's important to understand what the scriptures has to say on the, you know, what salvation and, and his, you know, definition and his way that he declares how we come to salvation. And that is through his son, Jesus Christ. You know, you mentioned that. I do believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things you mentioned was um, that your friend that you were talking to said that it seems so narrow uh, what you were saying. Well, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who yeah. go by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. And you keep pointing them to Jesus and our need for Jesus. And again, I think that, that if you go through, Andy, just a study in Romans, we have it up on our website, that as you go through it, it really starts clarifying why you know, Jesus came and died for our sins, the doctrine of justification and the doctrine of sanctification. You know, we've all sinned, and it really makes the gospel very clear. There's a reason why Jesus came. Take him to the cross. There's a reason yeah. Jesus came. It's because we're all guilty, and it's not being a good person, and it isn't by keeping the law. The law just tells us we're guilty. The law just shows us that we've all fallen short, and um, and it is by faith. It's by grace through faith that we are saved. It's not of ourselves. So it's through Jesus who came and died, and there was a reason for it, because sin will be judged. So I think you can help them, and as you go through that and grow, you know, in a book of Romans, the book of Galatians also speaks of that. Um, I think that you're going to be able to— and, and you know, talk to them about, you know, l- let's look at this together. Let's see what the Bible has to say and and let God do his work in him and let the Bible do its work because the Bible is alive and and it will speak to his heart. So that's my encouragement to you, Andy. You're on the right track, but you're just, you know, trying to sort out how to answer these questions and to be able to give a defense. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. It looks like I need to to go back and do some more studying. But I appreciate you talking with him and just having these discussions. 
and being honest with them and saying, well, I don't know, but I'll go back and look. And, um, and you keep loving him and you keep giving him truth. So, Father, I pray for Andy that you would just help him minister to his friend. You know, his friend's asking good questions and honest questions. And um, I just pray that you would just help him to maneuver and give him the clear word of God and the, the message of hope that Jesus Christ is the one that gives us life. And he's the one uh, that came and died for his friend's life, for his sins, and that whoever calls on the name of the Lord may be saved. So just be with Andy and um, give him wisdom and discernment as he talks to his friend. I think he cares for him and uh, is witnessing to him and being a light to him. Just pray for you working in every way in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, Andy, keep in touch, okay? Let me know how it's going. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you, and God bless your ministry. You bet. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. We all, we all have opportunity to minister, and people ask, you know, good questions, and they're sincerely asking and uh, sincerely doubting, and may we take the time to be patient and look at these things and be able to answer them. God's called us to be light and to give truth to others, and, and we all need that encouragement. So, 303-690-3000 is the number to call. we got an open line, text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Mercedes from Colorado. How are you? I am amazing. How are you? I am good. You're on the program. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much. Okay, so um, two really important questions that have been making me kind of go crazy, but um, so I grew up in church my whole life, you know, um, I believe in the Lord, the Savior, and I grew up at a church actually called Calvary Church in Fort Worth, Um, but I grew up in church my whole life believing, and I just moved in with my roommate, I worked with her, and she's now getting into the Word and all that, but she found out um, about God through, through another church, and it's, it's a church called, um, let's see, I'm sorry. It's a church called World Mission Society Church of God. And she's like, yeah. do you want to sit down and do a Bible study with me? I'm like, all right, I'm open to it. If it's re- reading from the Bible, I'm all open to it. And she's just now learning about God and all that. So she told me in the Bible study, she said, um, you have to um go you have to um obey the sabbath day or you have to keep the sabbath day holy she said that's saturday everyone she said everyone miss um miss con- like confuses it for sunday she said um you're not supposed to do that on sunday she said the real sabbath day is, is saturday um like but i you know i grew up in church my whole life going sundays and wednesdays yeah. and i asked my grandmother she said well you shouldn't matter what day you right, worship right, the lord right but she has it so in her mind, she said, in order for you to get into heaven, you have to keep the Sabbath day holy. And she also said, you have to recognize God, the mother. I'm not, I've never yeah. even heard of that. You know, I, I don't I don't well, study because other, I don't what, study what, other religions, what you're dealing you know? with, what you're dealing with is, you know, the World Mission Society Church of God um, is a cult. And it's it teaches false doctrine. And they believe in Mother Earth. It, they're very aggressive. Um, yeah. a, a lot of times they will, you know, hit you up in, um, Walmart or at Starbucks or in target and they'll begin to yes. talk about mother God and, you know, all of this. And they take the scriptures out of context. Yeah. Um, that's what someone you know, did to her. Someone went up to her yeah. at, at a place and, you know, 
invited her to church and she tries to invite me. I'm like, but all I know is God, you know, I don't know that other stuff, you know? Yeah. And you know, what they do is they take Revelation chapter 21 verse 2, describes the new Jerusalem as a beautifully adorned bride and, you know, and, and shows the wife of the lamb and the new Jerusalem. They, they say it's new synonymous terms and, it, New Jerusalem is a city. It's not a person. So they take the scriptures out of context. As far as keeping the Sabbath, you know, you can show her as you minister to her. To, you know, you always test the spirits to see if they are God, John said. And the way you test it is through the Word of God. You know, to show her what Paul says in Colossians chapter 2, let no one judge you according to festivals, new moons, and Sabbaths. You know, this, those are just a shadow of the reality uh, um, of uh, the, the substance, the thing that is real. Jesus is our Sabbath rest. Paul yeah. would write in Romans chapter 14 that one man esteems one day above another, one stand, man esteems every day alike. You be convinced in your own mind. So, you know, I am one I esteem every day alike. Every day is to be enjoyed in the Lord, to be worshiped in the Lord. But what mm-hmm. they do is they take scripture out of context. So, um, you would do well in, you know, uh, showing her the truth. And it's a cult, and it's very legalistic, very aggressive, and, you know, other things that um, they teach that salvation is the name of Jehovah, Jesus, and the leader. Uh, the leader is Ah Song Hong, um, that uh, baptism is in his name, needed for all that. There's all kinds of problems based on what they teach. And so that's what you're dealing with. And yeah. you might go, you might look at some references. You can, you can, you know, if you got a computer, computer Google it. And there's some help that is there. Uh, gotquestions.org. You can type it in and, and there's a whole article on that. And just be able to minister the truth of God's word to her. But that's what you're dealing with. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't want to tell her anything that I'm not going to, that she's going to, like think oh well I don't want to go to church anymore like I don't want to tell her anything because I grew up in church my whole life not knowing any of that stuff but I don't want her to stray away because she just now gave her life to God but she's trying to tell me all this stuff and she's inviting me to her Bible studies and at home even so I don't want it to be weird but I'm declining the Bible studies um, over and over again and I just feel really bad so I just wanted well, to clarify that that she's not right because it was right. confusing me growing up in you know Calvary yeah, Church in absolutely. Fort Worth my whole life. Yeah, and you know just keep giving her truth and praying for her. Why don't we pray for her right now? Okay. Okay. Father, we just pray for you know my sister here, her roommate, and Lord, she's involved in false teaching. She's involved in uh, a very aggressive cult um, that um, doesn't speak the truth and doesn't give the true message of salvation. And Lord, I just pray that uh, Mercedes would be able to minister to her truth, that you get a hold of her heart, draw her, her roommate, to to you, Lord, and that you would work. And, and I just pray that wisdom would be used, truth would be used, and Lord, that you would just open up her eyes, her roommate's eyes, spiritually to the things of that are true in the Scriptures, testing the spirits to see if they are truly of God. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, I'll oh, be praying you, for you. Thank you so much. And I do plan on you visiting um, your church. It's in Aurora, right? Well, that's Calvary Church. 
And I'll tell you, it's a great church to visit at Taylor. Um, okay. Who oh, hosts yeah. the show on Wednesday. I'm up in Greeley, so I'm a little bit further okay. up north there. But you are always welcome to drop by and say awesome. hello. Awesome. Yeah, I've been listening to this radio station, and it's really it's really Good. helpful. And all this was really helpful because I was kind of clueless because I haven't studied other religions really, just what I grew up to know, you know? You know what? You keep studying the scriptures. And here's the thing. Here's the real key um, before we move on. You know, a bank teller, how they're trained to tell a false $50 bill or a counterfeit is they study the real bill. They study the real thing. So you just keep studying the scriptures, and when the false comes along, you'll be able to spot it. Keep listening to Grace FM. Be in church, a good Bible-believing church. Do devotions. Keep studying, because there's a lot of voices out there. And and Jesus warned in the last days, uh, we're going through the Olivet Discourse, the signs of the last days, three times Jesus says in the signs that there's going to be false teachers and prophets that will rise up, deceiving many, and we're seeing that today. So you keep in the Scriptures, okay? Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate you, Pastor. You bet. You're welcome so much. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Know the Scriptures, know the Scriptures. Got to be in the Word. And, you know, when Paul was telling Timothy some of the last words of Paul, that it's going to be perilous times, and he gives a description of the last days. Men are lovers of self and, you know, counterfeits and, and that it will be on the scene, and evil men and imposters are going to grow worse and worse. He says, Timothy, you must continue in the Scripture. Well, we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. And let's go to Denise, who's been waiting patiently from Tennessee. Denise? Yes? You're on the program. Okay. Yes, um, I was enjoying your program, and I I heard your teaching and everything. I wanted to ask a question about the rapture. Mm -hmm. I want your views on the rapture, and where can I find it in in the Word of God? Well, if you mark down in your notes... Um, First Thessalonians, chapter mm-hmm. four, verses sixteen through eighteen. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. And that word "caught up" is harpazo. It's the Latin word rapturus, where we get the English word rapture. So there's going to be a sudden taking. There's going to be a generation of Christians that are alive that are going to be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. 1 Corinthians 15, Paul talks about the resurrection, and he talks about that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So at that time... That, that we are going to meet the Lord in the air, and um, we are going to be um, with him, and um, we'll have our new resurrected body. So those are the main verses for the rapture of the church. All right, then. Thank you. That's um, plain and clear to me. Uh, hey, I heard a minister on, he, on morning yeah. program was saying that there was, there's no such thing as a rapture. This part of what the Antichrist is going to be teaching or something like that he was saying. Yeah, um, and, and here's I've always the thing. About taught that there was going to be a rapture. Yeah. You're right, Denise. And here's the thing that that unfortunately there are those who say, well, the rapture isn't in the Bible. They say mm-hmm. the word rapture isn't there. Well, I just read to you. If you read the yeah. Latin version, that the word rapture is there. 
there's a mm-hmm. difference. And here, Denise, that you know, a great study for you um, is mm-hmm. that when it comes to the return of the Lord, there's two distinct events. There's the rapture of the church where he comes for his church, and mm-hmm. then the second coming of Jesus Christ. The second coming of Jesus Christ, we know is going to take place at the end of the tribulation period, where Jesus okay. comes back literally, physically, we are going to come back with him. So the rapture of the church, Jesus says, I come at a time that you do not know when you're least expected. There's the mm-hmm. doctrine of imminent return all throughout the New Testament. So the rapture of the church is when he comes for his church. The second coming is when he comes with his church to establish his kingdom. So there's two distinct events, and there's a lot of good teaching out there, a lot of great Bible teachers. We are talking about it here on Sunday mornings at Calvary Chapel Greeley's. We're going through the Olivet Discourse. And um, so, um, you know, uh, you're welcome. CalvaryChapelGreeley.org. Listen to those studies, and it's really going to help you. But there is a rapture. And I believe, also, Denise, real quickly, um, is I believe that the Lord can come for us at any time. We don't know the day or the hour, but I believe that the Lord can come for his church at any time. That's right, yeah. At least that's what I pray. It's sooner than we think. So, hey, thank you, Denise. Call any time. Okay. God bless you. All right, bless you. Enjoy your program. You bet. You know, don't let anybody tell you that there's no rapture. And, uh, you know, one of the things, too, that has become, in some circles of even in the church, evangelical Christianity, is all millennialism. All means no millennium, uh, no millennium period. Um, You have to dismiss hundreds of verses of the Old Testament, um, whole chapters, and um, that Jesus is going to come back. He's going to establish his kingdom. You have to dismiss Revelation chapter 20. There is going to be a rapture, and I know there may be some disagreements when the rapture is going to happen, but it is going to happen. I believe it's going to happen before the day of the Lord, that he's going to take us out of and away from the hour of tribulation that shall come upon the whole earth to test those who dwell on the earth, and then will come the tribulation period, and at the end of the tribulation period, the second coming of Jesus Christ. So uh, keep studying the scriptures, and I believe the Lord could come at, at any time. We don't know the day or the hour, but I believe that his coming is uh, sooner than we think, or at least that's what I pray, um, and uh, we are to be watching and waiting for him. Let's go to Nicole in Lafayette. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the program. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you for calling. I have a question about, um, okay, so I, I got married at a very young age. Um, I was six, well, I was 16 when I met him and my, I was, uh, he was 20 and, um, I, he gave me a lot of attention and I really, I never really felt anything for him and I ended up getting stuck in, in the marriage for a long time. And, um, we got married by a female pastor and I was just wondering if that was valid in, in God's eyes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you got married, you are married. God sees you as married. I'm sure you signed a marriage license, and you're married um, as you had the ceremony. And it isn't because there was a female that married you um, that you're not married. But you made vows, you exchanged vows, you know, and um, you stood before friends and family or, you know, or, you know, before God, and you made that covenant of marriage as you promised each other to 
to love each other and in this covenant of marriage for as long as you both shall live. So yeah, you're married. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, and then I had another question. Um, I know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, from what I know, the scripture says that the only reason for a divorce is infidelity, which there is. Um, but how about abuse of of spouse and children as well? How does I'm I'm confused on that one. Well, Jesus talks about, you know, that um, if you, you know, divorce your spouse and marry another, you committed adultery, um, you know, or immorality, except for, you know, in the case of infidelity. We know that from Matthew's gospel. Uh, Paul also writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that as he was writing about, you know, they were asking questions about marriage and should a believing spouse stay with their unbelieving spouse, and he says, keep your marriage foul. But if your unbelieving spouse leaves, then let them leave. You're called to peace, not to bondage. Now, in that, it doesn't mean that that if there is infidelity that you have to get divorced. If, if two people come together and there's forgiveness and restoration, that is God's desire. So I want to add that. When it comes to abuse, when it comes to where perhaps a, a spouse uh, or kids are in danger, I believe they should be mm-hmm. in a place where they are safe, in a place where they're waiting on the Lord. And that's a very difficult situation, a very difficult and as, situation. As far, yeah, and as far as um, there, um, okay, so my spouse uh, claims to be a believer, but there is no repentance. He continues and continues and continues, and it's been going on for over 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And you're in a place of prayer. You're in a place of prayer and waiting on the Lord, and and you're not in an easy place, and and so I want to pray for you. And um, yeah, please, and, thank you. I really, I'm going through a really, really rough time right now. Yeah. And you know, Nicole, I, I pray that you, you, you know you can, uh, if you're able to belong to a church and go on Sunday. I know people sometimes are like, you know, I'm working, I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, make ends meet and stuff. But if you can get with a group of believers, a church where you have people to support you. That's so important in the day in which we're living in. Um, and, um, you know, um, you know, to get that support from other women, to pray with you and encourage you, to have a pastor to be able to talk to you specifically about some of these things that you're wondering about. That You know, we can't really have that conversation on the radio, but I, I pray that you do find support for you and the difficult time okay. you're going through. Because... You know, a lot of people are going through difficult times, and the body of Christ is so important. And um, and I, I pr- yeah, I pray it, it got for to the you. point where I had to let go of my children because of the fact that um, if I have them with me, he's always after me, and I have restraining orders. So it's, it's been very mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, Father, I pray for Nicole. She's in a difficult situation, a difficult marriage, a lot of upheaval. The relationship is strained. Um, and Lord, I just pray that um, you just helper and and you would intervene and lord you know the situation but i pray nicole would be able to get with a body of believers um to be able to um be supported um to get godly counsel lord i just pray for their marriage i pray for her husband you know exactly um the issues there that you would intervene that there'd be a humbling that there'd be um there'd be uh, restoring there'd be um, where you change hearts and you intervene in a very dramatic and very very real way and I just pray that I know it's your desire Lord that a marriage stay together but Lord I just pray you be with Nicole uh, right now 
and that you would just help her in this difficult situation. Lord, I just want to pray right now as we're getting ready to end the show that you would just bless um, all marriages that are strained right now, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's because of, of, um, maybe because of infidelity. Maybe it's because of um, tension, maybe financial reasons, whatever, but that you would work. And, Lord, that you would just bring healing to those marriages, those who are listening right now that need your touch. And so, Lord, we just commit all these things to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And can I ask you one question, one more question? (laughs) Yeah, we got about 60 seconds. Okay. What if I don't want the marriage restored? (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. You pray. Really. Nicole, you pray. And you pray for God to really minister to your heart. And one of the first things that I ask couples that come in, that one of the first questions I ask, do you want your marriage to work? And only God can do that work in your heart. And so, you know, you go to him. I mean, I don't know if the Lord or not, but I feel like, I mean, I've prayed so much and I just feel like he's kind of let me go. I don't want it anymore. Yeah. Get godly counsel and keep praying to the Lord. Okay, keep looking to him. All right, thank you. And um, thank you. All right, all right, Nicole. God bless you. Hey, sorry we didn't get to everybody. God bless you. Um, Calvary Live will be back tomorrow at the same time. So if you didn't get a chance to get through, you can get through tomorrow. I'm sure. And so glad to talk with you and and to um, just be able to minister to you. Looking forward to being with you next time. And so God bless you. Have a good evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.